Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Tracy Jones. Thanks for tuning into the Tremendous Leadership Podcast. I want to talk to you a little bit about summer break and what that meant to me growing up. You're listening to Tremendous Leadership with Dr. Tracy Jones. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Tracy Jones. I want to talk to you a little bit about summer break and what summer breaks were like in the Jones household. So growing up tremendous, you all know that I was raised by a bookaholic, okay? If there was one constant in my life from uh, the moment I opened my eyes uh, throughout all the years, it was books. And I tell people, I think I read How to Win Friends and Influence People before I cracked the cover of The Pokey Little Puppy. It was just books, 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 books. So I was raised by a bookaholic. And our summer vacations, my father would actually take all six of us kids, two adults, luggage and books, pack him in a Volkswagen uh, uh, with a pop-up top, and we would travel all over the country, sometimes even in Mexico, in Mexico City, Mexico, where we have just incredible family memories. But that was our vacation. My dad would travel to meetings, and we would go along with him with all of our books, okay? And then we got into the high school years, and my father got this brilliant idea that he was going to take all the TVs in the house and lock them up in the attic so that we couldn't just sit there and watch the boob tube, because he figured trash in is trashed out. And if we had idle times, we could be working at a job, be outside playing or doing sports or reading and doing book reports. Isn't that crazy? Oh, the inhumanity of it all. And you know what? It drove me crazy as a kid. And there wasn't even a lot of good stuff on TV back then. But you know what? I'm so thankful for it. So when I think about summer breaks, yes, we had a lot of fun. Yes, we traveled all over the world, but we were always working. Okay. We didn't just get to sit around. My father wasn't a big fan of leisure and just checking out. But one of the things that he told us, he said, um, you can read books and do book reports and earn allowance. And he talked about that in his book, Life is Tremendous. And my oldest brother, Jerry, actually read a series of books when he was trying to earn a car when he was 16. And my father told him, Jerry, if you read in style, you'll drive in style. But if you read like a bum, you'll drive like a bum. So he said, overnight, my brother, Jerry, developed a fantastic hunger for reading. And then my brother, Jerry, when he was away in college, he internalized all those great thoughts. And he wrote my father a dear dad letter every day by da- my, that he was in school and sent them to my dad about the transformational power of books. So my father had this reading contract and he actually has this in the back of Tremendous or Life is Tremendous. And uh, it's a wonderful thing this summer because the end of the school year was kind of disrupted, right? With everything going on with COVID-19. And so we may feel a little like, uh-oh, how did that wind up? And so one of the great things that we can continue to catch up and make sure we don't have any gaps in our learning is to implement a book reading contract with the young ones in your household. And what you do is you pick out a great book, you come to an agreement on both of it. And what I would pick or what my father would pick was something that was edifying, a bibliography, something historical, something leadership, character development. And even if you have young ones, there sure is a lot of really great stuff out there to help your young emerging leaders. Always read up. I'm not kidding when I said, I think I read How to Win Friends and Influence People when I was 10 you're never too young to start being exposed to that kind of stuff. So um, we're going to put a copy of this reading contract and see if you can implement it with the young people in your life. Because I just got a call this past week from a gentleman who read growing up uh, books that we had recommended by my father and at Tremendous Leadership. And he had done this for his sons. And now his sons have sons and they are recommending it to their grandchildren. So this is a legacy project that just keeps going on and on. And did you actually know that there is a school 
school of psychiatry called bibliotherapy. And bibliotherapy is when you recommend books to help people in uh, psychiatric or psychiatry or medicinal purposes. As I like to say, read two books and call me next week. Okay. And any of you that have ever been exposed to my father know that whenever somebody would come to him for help, or input or guidance, he would invite them into his massive library, which had hundreds of thousands of books. And he would just tell them, go pick a book off the shelf, which they would. And then they'd sit down and he'd look at them and say, okay, now read it aloud. And for the next 15 to 30 minutes, this person would sit there and read the book to my father. And inevitably, every single time, 100% of the time, they would look at my father and say, Charlie, how did you know exactly this is what we needed? And so you're thinking, well, how did he know? He knew because he knew that a lot of times, if we just focus on ourselves, we're not learning new things. And when we learn new things, we unlearn old things. And that's the key to growth. Books really transform you. They don't just make you smarter. And you may be saying, well, Tracy, I don't really like to read. You know what? Neither did I. But when I came back to run Tremendous Leadership uh, 12 years ago, I'm like, well, I better figure out how to read. I mean, sure, I read, but I didn't love to read, okay? So I read one of our little life-changing classic called Books Are Tremendous, and it really showed me just the beauty of books. Not just that it's a drudgery or something passive we do, but you can actually transform yourself. You can transform your mind and your heart and the words that come out of your mouth and your behaviors, but you can't can't do that unless you affect change inside you. And yes, if we have wives, people in my life, my father always said the people you meet and the books you read. So sure, if we have wonderful people in our life telling us great things, that's important. But another important thing, even more important is the books we read, because not all of us were blessed with incredibly positive mentors. And I think if you look out there, there's an incredible um, dirge of people that didn't have great role models or father or mother figures in their lives protecting them and teaching them how to be a man of character or a woman of character. Books can do that. Books can fill in the gaps. I know that. I go into three state correctional institutions in Pennsylvania once a month, and we read books. And I have watched these men over the past four years transform their lives and hone their skills and understand and really get it. And the greatest thing about reading is you're like, oh, I don't feel like reading. That's not fun. If reading isn't fun, you're not doing it right. The greatest thing about knowledge isn't that you become smart smarter, but because that happens, but it's you become more peaceful. When you grow your knowledge base, you get to live a life of peace because you know what's going on. You know the constant truths. And when you hear nonsense or verbal vomit or that crap we see going on all around us, we're not yanked around and, oh, fearful and scared because we know what's going on. All right. What is going on in our country, what is going on in our world is no different than has been going on since the dawn of time. And so we have in book, millennia upon millennia of wisdom of the ages. So get involved and read what people re went through. It'll give you, give you great confidence, great insights, great fortitude, great awareness, and, and stop sitting there thinking you're the only one going through it. So I would just recommend check out our reading contract and sit down and do it. And it doesn't have to be even for kids. It can be for teens. It can be for young adults. Boy, 
I read at least two books a week and I love it. And then you write a little summary, just a couple sentences and you agree on a price. And even in the back of the reading contract, my father would then say, then 10% you need to tie to an organization. And what a beautiful concept as you're growing your head and you're earning your money, you're also giving back out of what you earn to people that, um, that, that need it. And so it's just a great concept all around. So I hope you enjoy um, looking at this reading contract. I hope you get your young people involved than it. It is certainly not antiquated or old school. It is the only school. Teaching people the value of learning. And the greatest thing we can do for our young people is to help them develop their critical minds so they can control their future, so they can be great, wise, emerging leaders so they can be discerning and you don't get that naturally. You have to earn that and you earn that through and you earn that through reading books. And if you pick up a book and you start reading it and you're like, you know what? I'm not really feeling this. I'm not really picking up what this book is putting down. That's okay. You don't have to finish it. I watch people that sit there and say, oh, Tracy, I want to start this other book, but I'm still in this other book. It's not like you're married to it. Okay. You can say some of the books I read, I'm like, yeah, no, don't think so. Other books take me a year to get through because they're so meaty. And my father told me that he scanned tens of thousands of books, but he had to save 30 or 40 that he went back to and he read and he read and he read. These are the seminal thinkers. These are the foundational thinkers. And there are certain books that I look at and honestly get tears in my eyes because I think about where I was when I started that book and where I was when I finished that book and the power of that book. So this summer, Get into those books, get on a reading contract, because I know this year ended weird for a lot of people going to school, but you're gonna fill in the gap. You're not gonna kill time this summer, you're gonna fill time. And you are gonna emerge on the other side with this incredible, people are gonna be like, what'd you do this summer? And you're gonna be like, I read, I read tremendous books and I metamorphosized myself into a tremendous individual. You'll be thankful you did. Visit us at TremendousLeadership.com. Um, we can talk about the books that we publish. We have free books, we have the little life-changing classics, we have books for preschoolers, kids, teenagers, adults, young adults, professionals in all different walks of life. Truth is timeless and it applies to all of us and it never gets old. We just see it in a new light as we get richer and more wise. So check us out at Tremendous Leadership. Thanks so much and happy summer of reading. Thank you for listening to Tremendous Leadership with Dr. Tracy Jones. Find out more about Dr. Jones at www.tremendousleadership.com. If you've been ignited by something you heard in this episode, let us know by leaving a review for Tremendous Leadership wherever you listen to podcasts or by sending us a message through www.tremendousleadership.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.